On April 5th, Tony Khan made a huge announcement. This wasn't like the ones that came before it. And while memes, jokes and the like were made, this time it was huge. On Sunday, August the 27th, AEW will host All In London at Wembley Stadium, the first show of its kind in over 30 years. Today, I'm joined by Dan from the Sweet Chinwag podcast. It's a fantasy Hello. book the for what could be the biggest attended event on UK soil. Dan, how are you, mate? Uh, I'm doing very well. Very excited. Got my uh, my tickets for All In already booked. Absolutely Same. love it. Again, super excited. More international wrestling coming to the UK. Love it. It's funny, isn't it? Like we've we've been asking for an event like this for like literally for thirty years. I I what I love um, about all of this is the amount of non-British people I've seen who are like, "Oh my god, these tickets are selling so fast. We haven't had anything like this in ages." Yeah, like literally, we we've been asking for a show like this of this scale since SummerSlam '92, and nothing. Like yeah. every we, year, we are rabid. <laughs> Every year, there was the argument, oh, get WrestleMania in London. I was like, yeah, do it. Do it. Do, yes. And, yes, and do this, in fact. We'd always come up with some shitty excuse. And now, like, another company's around. They've gone and gone, yeah, we'll fucking do it. And it's, Again, sold, like, it's sold, like, stupid fast, and people are shocked. <laughs> I have to stress to people, like, TNA was doing, like, 15K shows here. <laughs> yeah, you really were. It's, we just we just took whatever we could get. <laughs> just like wrestling in the UK, just give yeah. us fucking more. That, that's, 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 that is exactly it. We just want big shows as well as like the cool. Yeah, and things shows. like things like Clash at the Castle should show that. But you know, hopefully, this is a sign of more hope. As I said um, when we were recording recently, um, I hope this is the start of like AEW doing more international pay per view shows. Because I think that'd be awesome. I feel like, like well, they're doing Forbidden Door in, in Toronto as well, aren't they? And uh, well, that's it. They're doing Forbidden Door in Tor- Toronto, but like you know, they could do like an all-in from like Germany, for example, which has a really big wrestling market. I'd be, I'd love to see a company do a big pay-per-view show from Australia. Yeah, WWE did that um, Super Showdown, and they yeah, were. They did, I mean, yeah, they did Super Showdown. <laughs> it was like it was like a house show. <laughs> It's like a house show, but it said, we have our Australian wrestlers here for you. Hmm. Do you feel seen? What What's your thoughts on that then? With like, Obviously, we'll get into it with your card, but with yeah. the sort um, when like a company brings a big show over and they're, they're like kind of almost like shoehorning all the talent from like that area. I think, that, I mean, that there's, a, there's, a, there's a bit to be said about it. Like, it's good. Because, like, you should have, you know, if you've got talent from a country, you should probably send them to a show in that country. Yeah. Like what we had with um, Backlash that's just gone with having Bad Bunny and Damian Priest, who are both Puerto Rican, bringing out people like Carlito and Savio Vega. Good idea, because the people are going to love them. If you're doing a show in the UK, if you have UK talent, then yes, it's probably a good idea to get them there. But I, I think it's the thing of, like, don't, don't do these things as a consequence. Mm. Like, yeah. don't just put any and everyone on there because they're from there. You yeah, want to at least like have a balance between like, oh, this is really cool. Look, there's someone from your country that's on this show to we're going to make this show all about this specific person, no matter how relevant they actually are to anything. Yeah, it almost feels like sometimes like companies will, will just bring out a talent and go, oh, we're going to be here. Yeah. Look who we've got. It's like, well, why don't we do anything with them for the rest of the year? 
when you're not yeah like that's that's that, that that's the the thing i always think about like you shouldn't do stuff for like almost to to spy <laughs> the audience yeah yeah like if save save aw did the show in bulgaria next week yeah and yeah. we've not seen miro for at at time of recording it's the day after backlash for people who want a little sneak peek of like yeah. behind the scenes um Say they announced the show in Bulgaria next week and they brought Miro back despite the fact he's not been on TV since August of last year. And all of a sudden he's in the world title pictures. Like it'd be cool, but it'd be like, well Yeah, like what what like what are we doing like, here? What are we achieving yeah. here? Why, <laughs> he why, not much. He, why is he only just come back and now and now he's doing this? Why not like <clears throat> for the rest of the time? And obviously that's that could be down to a, a number of things, but yeah. Anyway, mm-hmm. I think that's we're getting sidetracked. Yeah, let's get into this. So the rules are as follows for your show: ten yeah. to thirty matches, including the pre-show, if you wish. Uh, yes. A match seven talent through the forbidden door, a non-AW talent. Otherwise, all AW Ring of Honor talent tag teams count as two picks, one yep. per team, um, or one per team member. Maximum of three going matches. I um, like last man standing match, tables match, yep. ladder match, etc. Um. Battle Royal doesn't count. If you want to add a Battle Royal, more than happy to have you have one. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can include two additional Forbidden Door talent and two indie talents in there if you wish. And finally, if you want to predict a surprise debut and a, t- Tony, Co- a Tony Khan huge announcement, you yep. can if you want. Okay. So, that being said, you have a pre-show. <clears throat> I do have a pre-show set um, because I'm a firm believer in the pre-show. Uh, this pre-show is going to be firmly centered around uh, Ring of Honor. Okay. Uh, okay. So, in in true fashion, I think like, well, you know, we're doing a show in the UK, right? Now, obviously, we can use some forbidden door talent. So, I'm gonna go with that. It's a strong couple big picks uh, to start off with, but it's something that I would like to see. There's people that would get very well received in the UK. So, I would like to start off with my first match. <laughs> Uh, first match on the pre-show, which will be the team of Bishamon plus Tomohiro Ishii versus Dalton Castle and the boys. <laughs> that's three three forbidden door picks out the bat. That's it is. That's a bold, it is. bold move. I, I appreciate that. It is bold, but I'll also I love Hiroki Goto, so <laughs> he deserves it. Uh, and, and I think this should just be a nice, fun, awesome. high energy way to uh, to start things off. And yeah, they're guys who have been going around the UK, get a little bit of ROH focusing on there as well. It gets Dalton Castle onto the show, which firm, firm believer in. We, we need we need that entrance in Wembley for sure. We do. We do. And so uh, I'm just picturing some fun spots of like Goto and Ishii just messing up the boys. <laughs> I was going to say, she's just going to be launching the boys all over the place. And I think it's a nice little way to start things off. Um, then to go into our next pre-show match, uh, going to be bringing in some uh, what we're going to term broadly UK talent. Um, I'm going to have Emi Sakura versus Charlie Evans. Yeah, because okay, I'm down for that. <laughs> I need that in my life. Yeah, Emi Sakura is on the hell of a run right now. Uh, AEW, DPW, right? Let's get that going. Uh, get Chevs on the show. Awesome yeah. talent. More people need to recognize. Um, been doing some amazing work over in Australia. Um, genuinely shocked she's not been picked up by someone like bigger. Yeah. 
I know she well, does that's, a lot that's, the, that's that's the thing. Like she does shows over here, um, but I think I think there's more recognition that could be done. And obviously, like with the way things are with AEW's women's division, I don't. I'm not going to say like it's going to need to be a permanent thing, but like for the one match, for the one match, I think it's I think it's worth it. If it's just like one of like the cool matches, you can just throw on a pre-show and go. Yeah, exactly. I was like, oh, I didn't know I wanted that. It's a proper like AEW dark main event type beat. That's that's the spirit I was going yeah. for with that. Um, <laughs> and then to top off this, to top off this uh, this pre-show card, um, I'm going to clarify for you because people might be like, well, why are you doing this? This is purely so this match is available for free. Uh, can I please get Eddie Kingston versus Samoa Joe? <laughs> Just so it's available for free to just have a heater to close off the pre-show. Yeah. <laughs> just, just, then... just let them, just let them go like ten minutes, go absolutely crazy, just absolute bomb on each other. What a, what a better kind of it. Is that just mean to like watching Ring of Honor than that? Yeah, like that's just... that's such a great way to kind of get people to subscribe to it and go. Oh, yeah, you can see this on this. Yeah. Do you do you want to see more of this? <laughs> Do you want to see these two guys beat lumps out of each other? There you go. It's all there for you. <laughs> you have um, the ROH TV title online for that, or yeah, I think that I think that would be a good thing to do, just to give it a bit more prescience and yeah. presence on it. Um, and I said, like, I, I love these two guys. They deserve a show over here. The last time Samoa Joe properly, like Samoa Joe's been wrestling over here for ages. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, Eddie Kingston's been trying to come back to the UK literally since, like, yeah, like he's been able to. And I think, like, every show he's been like announced for so far, he's had to pull out of for various reasons. Yeah, that's that's the thing. So get him over here, get him a match, let them have an absolute heater, keep it distinct from everything else. I was I was thinking like I could put this on the main show, but like, I just love the idea of like having that match available for free. So. We're, yeah. we're sneaking behind the production curtain with this. <laughs> it, it's very, very much like when um, they've done like in the past where they put like a huge, like uh, Eddie and Ishii, he put on the pre-show, yeah. then, and Eddie and Jun Nakayama, he put on the pre-show. It's like, yeah, like I'm, I'm removing the pre-show stigma. <laughs> yeah, I, all my pre-show fair, matches are just defined hitters. <laughs> to, to be fair, like with AEW, when they do like stack a pre-show, they stack a pre-show. Oh yeah. Like, <clears throat> Obviously, there's been times where they've just like thrown a match on, and they've had like other like sort of like stuff going on around, yeah. which is is also fine because it usually involves RJ City, and I enjoy that a lot. Oh hell yeah! But then when they've like, I'm I'm thinking of like Revolution last year when they had like the House of Black and um, not Lucha Bros and um, Eric Rowan. Yeah. And then like. Uh, he had a couple of other, like, just absolute certified <laughs> bangers on there. It was just like, that's how you do it. Because yeah, it's it's even, just. I think like full gear or all in. They done like a few. I think it might have been full gear. But yeah, I I, I I love the idea of just having high energy pre shows. They do get you excited, and they, and like especially for the people there live, it's really good to like set that tone early. Yeah, and just have some absolutely big matches to go and I said like there, there were some that I was like looking at like the Eddie Kingston Smojo ones like I could put out on the main card but like I don't want to like shoehorn it in 
yeah just let it have its own little bit of time its own focus we'll leave it as a kind of like roh pre-show kind of thing yeah and just let that be its own thing i think as well putting it like there on the pre-show it kind of like it it doesn't mean it'll get lost in the shuffle of the main card it's no like it gets its own time to kind of shine and then you've got the main card that comes next yeah and i think that's a a great like starting point for everything um (laughs) i guess then we'll, we'll jump into the main card let's go let's do this and look we've had a big pre-show and we have to set the tone for um things to come right we need a big opener and you know who's gonna get a so here's how we're gonna start it right we're gonna open up probably uk i'm gonna say a lot of the uk wrestling scene's favorite tag team now in aew so we're fine on that pick uh gonna have aussie open come out but who who will be facing Aussie Open, I hear you say, well, there's only one tag team that could get the biggest reception in the UK. It's the Acclaimed. <laughs> yep, that'll do. That'll We're going to have the Acclaimed come out and go, and just do all their stuff, and it's going to be absolutely hilarious. Uh, I don't know which way I want to book this in terms of result, but I want this match. <laughs> I feel... I feel like given the time and obviously acclaim feel like they're kind of on the way back to the tag titles now, aren't they? They're like yeah. they've been kicked off the mountaintop and now they're sort of like climbing the way back up. Yeah. But also then you've got Aussie Open who can just kind of walk into any kind of scenario and go, Oh yeah, we'll we'll beat your champions. We're really good. Yeah, exactly. Um, and I I just I just I just need that entrance in the UK. I need to see what they're gonna say. I need to see what they're gonna come up with. <laughs> And I, I know people will love it or hate it, whichever way they decide to go with it. <laughs> I would be shocked if he didn't say anything about Rishi Sunak and probably and the king himself. I'm sure they would find endlessly eternal things to say. Probably enough to cover them going all the way from backstage all the way into the ring. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that, that entrance way looks huge from like it the, does, the <laughs> but. I'm I'm sure they have something in mind for it, but yeah, I, I want yeah. Aussie Open versus the Acclaimed. Um, just let Caster and Bowens go crazy on the mic, um, do all their usual fun stuff, uh, and then let Aussie Open just do their do their work. Great. Yeah, I figured they naturally match up quite well. I think not yeah, like not like perfectly, similar. but like I feel like with the pace that Aussie Open could set. And the way that um, the acclaim do wrestle, I think they could actually match up quite nicely in terms of style, in terms of flow. Yeah, they're very similar styles, aren't they? You've got like uh, Mark Davis and Caster, who are kind of like the powerhouses of the team, and then you've got Fletcher and Bowens, who are just like the solid technicians who can do the occasional high spot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think you get a nice balance in there. Again, a great thing to to start off, pick up the energy. Um, you know, you can have a little bit of fun with things, but also get some seriously good wrestling I, in there. I really hope they're selling um, scissor foam fingers. I hope as well. Yeah, we can have Daddy Ass there as well if he wants I, to be. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be buying some of the hat, and probably gonna end up being an absolute menace with them. Absolutely. After the fact, um, to the point that I will probably annoy many of the people in our group with it. 
Uh, well, you know, you know what? That's the way things should be. <laughs> at least, I mean, <clears throat> at least I I haven't as of yet decided whether I'm going to buy a second pair for probably Aaron to be a pain in the ass with. <laughs> well, I mean, look, right? It is what it is. Okay. <laughs> yeah. It's just a we're here. We're here to have fun. <laughs> yeah. And that's what we're gonna do. <laughs> oh yeah, it's gonna be a party. Um. So what's what's next on the card then? Uh, next on the card, uh, I have uh, Willow Nightingale versus Jade Cargill. Yes, please. Um, absolutely love these two. Absolutely building up to uh, a match. Um, I think these two would go so fantastic together. Um, yeah, I think they, it'd be a they... good match to step up Jade Cargill a bit. Yeah, whenever they have wrestled, they've always had like really good chemistry together. Because Will, yeah, Willow can just work with anybody anyway, can't she? Like she can adapt to any sort of like. Style that's the thing she, she's got level. she's got good experience she can work a, a range of different people um i think she meshes really well with jay cargill and i think they could actually have some really good time to do uh, a, a relatively extended match by jade cargill standards yeah and start pushing that timer just a little bit more would you have this um, for the cbs championship or is just uh, well i have said i would have it for it but um, again, that would purely just be a thing of like, we're doing spectacle. So we're just going to bump this up with as much as we can. <laughs> we're going to make this as grandiose as possible. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think it'd be really cool to um, you give give these two, give the TBS um, a bit more focus yeah. um, and just uh, a, lot of, um, a lot of time compared to what it normally gets and what we're normally thinking of in terms of AEW's women's matches is kind of push that timer up to about, about like the 10 minute mark yeah. um, and kind of force a new kind of situation. And of course, everyone loves Willow. Everyone oh, loves Jade. The, like, the pop that Willow will get in Wembley will be huge. Like bo- both of them would be going absolutely crazy. So we might as well just go for it. Go absolutely big. <laughs> I, I'd go as far as saying I'd have Willow to throw Jade there. Yeah, like it is one of those things. Like I, I didn't think about like exactly what the results would be. Yeah. Um. Obviously, for me, I think if you're gonna take it off Jade Cargill, then you put it on someone like Willow because she can carry that easy. Yeah. And do um, it at like a big scale show like that as well. Yeah, absolutely. You gotta do it. Because... Do it at a big scale show like that. Make it make it a big moment. Um. Yeah. So then going on going on next. Um, I would have a match which is purely just just made for me. Self indulgence. Yeah, this is complete self indulgence. Could I please have? <laughs> could I please have Jay White versus Ricky Starks? <laughs> yes, please. I mean, this, this this match purely exists out of my own self satisfaction. Like the way the way things are going, it looks like that could be like the third of a trilogy at this point. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. Like. It looks like this is a possibility. It looks like it is on the cards. I would just I, book it anyway because I mean everyone loves Jay White. We love him over here. He's yeah. basic he's basically ours by proxy. <laughs> yeah, trained here that long. <laughs> um and I mean, I love Ricky Starks. Uh, pretty yes. much everyone I talk to in wrestling loves Ricky Starks. <laughs> Um, um, again, for both of them, the pops in the Wembley would be going crazy. So let's oh, just use that to a full effect. Yeah, let's I, give I let's that... give them at l- up to twenty minutes to do this. 
Yeah, I think as well with Ricky Starks' entrance, with it being like as minimalist as it is, but still like really over the top. It's just like, the way he carries himself. The yeah, way he carries like, himself is so good. Just like the just like the stuff they have on the screens around them, just would it would look amazing on a larger scale. And then obviously, yeah. I'd say with Ricky, he carries himself like a megastar because he's probably going to end up becoming one. And he um, should be. <laughs> and this is and the great should. place to do it. Yes. Um, yeah, I like I like the idea because obviously it looks like that's the direction they're going in for All In. But my biggest, my biggest, not All In, sorry, Double or Nothing, but my biggest criticism is they haven't had any time, like mic time yeah. with one another. And like the promos these two could cut with one, of the, one another as well. Again, in like in like a serious program, these two are going absolutely crazy with each other. It's just about I, getting to that point and getting the time to do it. Yeah, I'd love this to be like the blow off <laughs> to the feud that they've kind of just the just in if, the it, if if we could realistically do this as the uh, <laughs> as like the blow off of a trilogy, then that's like perfection. Yeah, that's like the I've, situational perfection. Have Jay beat Ricky at like double or nothing, then have Ricky beat Jay at like Forbidden Door or like one of the sort of like TV like. Big, the bigger TV shows. Yeah, like something like, like that. Like the Fest or Beach Break or whatever the fuck you call it. And then mm-hmm. have a, have this be like that, the kind of like rubber match. Um, yeah, I'd be all for it. Yeah. Um, then for our next match, uh, we're going to have, and I've, you can tell how uh, I can use recency to my advantage here. <laughs> um, we are going to have a House of Black House Rules match. Oh yeah! Now that they've now that they've recently introduced this, that's the coolest thing I've ever heard. By the way, like, oh, I I love this. It when, is like when they were listing the rules, I was like, that is so fucking badass. Um, it is like perfect for a organizing stuff like this because you get the option to do basically anything. Um, but also just I, I love it with them because yeah. it's just like you come fight us. <laughs> just just, yeah. just do it. Um I, I'd go as far as well as saying this doesn't count as a gimmick match because it's like well, Ravens in WCW where it was all as matches, so therefore it's not a gimmick anymore. It's the it's the Raven in TNA, Raven does what he wants for 20 minutes match. <laughs> yeah. Um yeah, I I listed this as one of as one of my uh, as one of my gimmick matches, but it, it's purely just it's purely just for like construction's sake. Um, so we have we have um, all the normal like rules of the house rules. Um, the only extension that we're gonna have from it is that uh, the other team rule that Julia Hart can't be at ringside. Okay. That's that's the only like oh it's like it's like no one at ringside basically yeah um so we are gonna have the house of black and then you know I had to include him you know I had to include him in here somehow right oh yeah uh, we're gonna have the house of black versus Jarrett Lethal and Satnam Singh in house rules <laughs> that's just gonna be so much murder and what we're gonna have is obviously um. Uh, Lethal and Singh are going to enter first. Then we're going to have My World Hit. Yeah. In Wembley, everyone's going to go crazy. And then this is literally going to be like at most 15 minutes. And the big spot is going to be Brody King doing something to Satnam Singh through a table. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think I think Brody could, 
called Powerbomb sat on through a table. I, I reckon it's realistically possible with the three of them. They've got enough strength combined between them. Hey, bro, he could do it on his own. He probably could, but I was just like, hey, I'm getting Jarrett in here. <laughs> yeah, that's this, 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 this much is true. Um, but I, I, w- I would have expected nothing less. Yes. Um, and then I was like, well, I could just make this a 3v3, and then I could include the House of Black in this. <laughs> yeah. So we're going to have this. It's like at most 15 minutes. I kind of want to see um, Sunjay like try and do a running so like Malachi could just murder him. The the way I envisioned it was like Sanjay will try and do a run in and just get absolutely need to into oblivion by uh buddy by buddy Matthews and oh. uh, Malachi Black. <laughs> oh, those knees he's been doing recently look like they've got like a bit of extra like vinegar on them, don't they? Oh yeah, they do, oh, and I love they, it. That's what I, I live for. <laughs> That, that match where he just spent like doing crimes on Orange Cassidy the other week was so good. Uh, as as my general rule goes, the grottier it looks, the better until such point that it looks physically dangerous. Yeah, uh, we got a few of them recently. Um, but yeah, th- this is this is just like let's have some fun. Um, I I would have the House of Black win here. Yeah, I I think they should hold those belts for a very long time. Oh yes, yes they should. <laughs> like, I, I'd go as far as saying like maybe even like double or nothing next year. Yeah, would be like the opportunity to get, for them to keep themselves. Um, but yeah, no, I like just go 10, 15 minutes of going absolutely crazy. Get a bunch of weapon spots in there. Get the guitar shot. Um, get someone getting put for a table. Some crazy spot with Satnam Singh. Everyone goes home happy. Yeah. Do they do the guitar shot on Brody King and just have him no sell it? That would be awesome. Just have him stand like stand there and just stare at Jarrett, and then, or like, just like have Jarrett try and do so the guitar bummed. shot and then just body knees it into oblivion. Jarrett doing a strut on Buddy just surprised meteorism from nowhere. <laughs> Literally, Fargo <laughs> yeah, strut into a black mass. When when you first when you first said that match to me, I was a bit like. Okay, that that's an intriguing choice, and now I'm completely sold. <laughs> just, just the idea of like, I, I'm thinking even more meta, like a Malachi like do his black sick on here, Jarrett, and then yeah, Jarrett come back as like MMA Jarrett from uh, TNA. <laughs> this is the evil Jeff Jarrett. Or, or when he when he was like the NWA World Champion in WWF in like '97, and he had like that weird long jacket, which is like the prototype for uh, this Jeff Jarrett. Yeah, bring 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 back um bring back GCW Jeff Jarrett. Yeah. <laughs> the black trench coat. Oh, uh, I mean we're almost there. That's like his backstage. We are attack. almost there. But yeah, that that's that's the philosophy behind this. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sold on that. That'll be fun. Um then after this, uh let things settle down for uh for a little bit. We're going to have uh, Moxley come out to the ring, cut a promo about being in the UK. Uh, boom. Special announcement. We have a special We have a special match that's been booked with Moxley. Can you guess who it is? Is it Nigel McGuinness? Uh, it's not, unfortunately, but it is another British wrestler. Uh, we're going to have Tony Khan come out and talk about a new, a, a new uh, shared acquisition 
uh, and we're going to have John Moxley versus Zack Sabre Jr. <laughs> okay. We're in the yeah. UK. Uh, I figure it's got to happen at some point. Yeah, that's um, that's real interesting because like a lot of a lot of people who've done this so far have kind of gone down the road of, oh, it's Danielson versus Sabre, and I was thinking that would be amazing, <clears throat> but I I also wouldn't be surprised if it happened if Forbidden Door. Because that was meant to be on the first it one. Is, it is objectively a a realistic choice. <laughs> but, right, like, we know Danielson can, can work with ZSJ. Obviously, yeah. it'll be better to have it happen in a context which isn't, like, a village hall in, like, Leicestershire. Like, the like the one time it's happened. Yeah. And at that time, I think I think Zack Sabre Jr. was, like, 19. <laughs> but, yeah, they were both um, real good. But um, yeah, we 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 think we know he can do that. Yeah, I want him in there with Moxley. Well, half, he's te- only... half technical, half I'm gonna punch your face and in, uh, into shreds. He's only wrestled Mox once anyway, hasn't he? As well, yes. Um, so that that's another. And <laughs> it was like somewhere on the Indies. I don't know. If, I, I think it has been filmed, but it's not readily accessible yet. Yeah, I it, think it, it will I be think coming. It, I want to say it was one of those ones like Prestige or Revolver. Yeah, one of them. I feel like Prestige might be the one um, where it's like or Defy maybe. Yeah, where it's like oh yeah, that will become available eventually on the YouTube. That will become available in like seven years time. Yeah, but not <laughs> not for any given amount of time. But yeah, um, yeah, yeah we 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 know ZSJ can do technical. We know he can do Danielson. That's fine. We can we can do that. But let's mix it up a bit. Let's go a bit crazy with it. And obviously, UK wrestler gonna be very well received. Everyone loves Moxley. We love Moxley in this country anyway. Yeah. Um. And yeah, just let the just let them let them go at it. Get that mix of technical and bruising. Absolutely love that matchup. Um. Force people to be a little bit more creative. Yeah. Again, this is another thing which I feel like isn't too unrealistic from what's actually happening now, given that yeah. um, <coughs> this week on Ring of Honor Claudio wrestled Robbie Eagles and was basically just like saying how the mighty don't kneel or pushovers. It was like, okay, okay. Yeah. I mean, as far as I'm aware, this match was supposed to have happened already in New Japan. Like at like a second time or something like that. I but was, it didn't it didn't happen for some reason. I can't remember what the it, reason was. It was though. meant to happen. Um and then the pandemic happened. Yeah. So because Mox um had his match with Suzuki and then Sabre came out and stayed him down. Yeah. So you know, we were meant to have had this, didn't have it. Let's have it here in the UK. It's gonna be very well received. Everyone's gonna be going absolutely crazy for it. Um, and let's just let's just have ZSJ get beaten to shreds, have John Moxley have his arm almost torn off, let them go at it. I I think with this as well, you could feasibly like if you obviously, I, th- I think Mox would probably end up winning it because he's. Stupid. Yeah, that's not that's normally how I that's probably how I would frame yeah. it. But you could even go like as far as having it as like a time limit draw. Yeah, I think that's, that's I think that's entirely possible. I mean, because like, um, both guys. Because ZSJ is involved. Is ZSJ involved with TMDK right now? He's the leader of TMDK. Yeah, so I mean, you could you could all TMDK versus BCC down the line. Yeah. Well, as I say, Robbie Robbie Eagles come out as TMDK clobbered on Ring of Honor. I had a banger with Claudio, and then Claudio was like, I didn't even bring a sweat. 
<laughs> so it, it's obvious it's obvious that they're trying to like set something up between those two groups for like yeah probably forbidden door which is so again something i didn't know i needed yeah but now but now we do <laughs> now we do and i can get a proper interaction between claudio and um shane hayes which i oh, need like, in my life I'd, I'd have claudio and shane hayes versus um no oh, sorry claudio and user versus shane hayes and mikey nickel yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> Mox just knocking bells out of bad dude Tito. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and then Danielson and uh, Danielson <laughs> and Saber Junior just having like a technical ma- masterpiece as this World War Three going on around them. Yeah. See, clearly, I had all of this in mind when I was planning this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. As as soon as they had that match on Ring of Honor this week, I was like, <laughs> yeah, I need that. <laughs> um. So. Yeah. Uh, to go on to my next one. Um, I would like to ask you, in in the world of iconic AEW matches, which one of them contains a British person that we know and that we love? We know and we love Pac versus Orange Cassidy. We're running it back. Yeah, boy. For the, inter- for the international title. Uh, to be fair, like... <laughs> This is so. This is something we've discussed about on the podcast like weekly, where it's yeah. like it's getting to the point where who takes the belt off Orange? And it, I felt like, oh yeah, they're probably gonna build it up till double or nothing, and he loses it at double or nothing. But then I was yeah. like, well, actually, they could be building it up to the point where Pack comes back and takes what is. <clears throat> I and I think this is this is awesome because we're coming up to like four years down the line four or five years down the line, <laughs> we've had this match, which was kind of one of those big moments of recognition for AEW. <clears throat> and then to have that again, but kind of like with the roles reversed a bit. Yeah. With Pat coming in and being the one who has to like prove himself against Orange Cassidy, Orange Cassidy being dumb, but like not as over the top as he was before. And obviously, Pack being in the UK, <clears throat> yeah, I uh, think I this think... is like this is like the opportunity to run that match back. <laughs> yeah, I think as well. Like Orange Cassidy's going to get probably like top three biggest pops of the night. Yeah, I like... think Pack's gonna get a monster <clears throat> pop regardless. Oh yeah, like. We would just be so happy to see him, and he absolutely should be on the show in some capacity anyway, whatever that capacity is. Yeah. <clears throat> but yeah, I, I would love to have this match. Um, I think it's a great thing to have on, uh, especially with the show being called All In. Yeah. Kind of it throwing is. back. We'll have a little bit of a throwback moment. We'll throw back to this match, which was, I think, a, a lot of people forget quite big. <laughs> Yeah, in yeah, terms like, of, it, like visibility. It went, it went completely viral when they had it. Yeah, and it was because it was the first time anyone had seen Orange Cassidy do anything. He'd been in the company for like at that point, what like almost like four or five months. Yeah, and so I think it's a great opportunity to make full advantage of having Pack at like on home turf per se. Mm. Um, Orange Cassidy is now one of the cornerstones of AEW. Yeah, let's let's use all of that and let's do something which, again, is quite fun but can be a really good high work rate match. 
that's really yeah, gonna it, send people home happy. It, it's a it's a great kind of like sort of opportunity to showcase that Orange Cassidy is one of like the best wrestlers in the world as well. Because absolutely, let's face it, he is. He's just, yeah, he is. He is. You, you, because he's got a gimmick, people kind of forget that and like it, sort of like talk it down. It's like watch him fucking go when he go when he unleashes. I always say to people, I'm like, you underestimate the amount it takes your body to do some of the stuff he does. Yeah. Like, sending your body into a forward roll without using your hands. If I, if I fell over with my hands in my pockets, I wouldn't be getting up. I wouldn't roll yeah. through. <laughs> fucking Hurricane Rana on somebody. I can just about do a kip up as is, let alone with my hands in my pockets. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's unreal. And then as as I say, with, without all that aside, he's just a tremendous wrestler as well. Yeah, he is, and that's the thing. I think I think a lot of people lose sight of that in in the comedy. Yeah. Um, yeah. and then we're gonna go <clears throat> uh, to what I've termed the co main events. Okay. So is this uh, your last two matches? Yeah, these are my last two matches. Okay. <clears throat> uh, our first of the co main events. Is going to be what I have termed uh, the world the world women's wrestling exhibition match, <clears throat> which is going to be Jamie Hater versus Athena versus Mercedes Monet. <laughs> yep, I want that match. <laughs> uh, it's going to be non-title because I, I think that's fair because Athena... I'm not dealing with the mess of I'm not dealing with the mess of like. Who has who holds what, and like stitching people up, especially with from the time when I book from when I the time when I conceived this idea to now Mercedes Monet has lost the title to Mayu Iwatani, which but she might be about to win and but use she, that for she, the <laughs> She she might win something else in conception. <clears throat> so she's in, yeah, she's in that tournament, isn't she, for the strong women's championship? Yeah, um, so. so so this is purely a matter of we're just going to have three of the best American women's wrestlers in a, a ring. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, American, one English. <laughs> well, yeah. Uh, American I, branded wrestling. <laughs> American based. Um, yeah. Um, and just have them just do all the do all the crazy stuff. I mean, visually, I picture this just being like a full on like AJW triple threat. <laughs> yeah. Of just like a mix of crazy power spots, a mix of high flying and just some of the maddest high speed beauty you've seen. Um, Jamie Hayter just clotheslining the hell out of people and just going crazy. And I just, I just need this match. It can just be like a thing of like, who's, you know, who, who's, who's, who's the best out of us. Yeah. Um, no, I, I agree. I think that'd be very, very fun. Um, all three women are on absolute tear at the moment as well. Like, yeah, that's Mercedes. the thing. They're, they're all putting in the maddest work rate right now, the maddest performances. Mercedes now doing her own thing <clears throat> has become like a, a very different kind of beast. Yeah, especially um, as seen from that match against Mayu Watani, um, where she was working yeah. some real high speed stuff. Um, combine I- that with Hata and Athena as well, like. So it's a perfect recipe, really. Yeah, uh, Athena. Athena's on like the roll of her life at the moment. She's yeah, absolutely. She's put. She's putting that ROH women's title on on the map. 
she's doing a tremendous job of it. Huge fan of Athena. Um, and Jamie Hater, like the the pop when Jamie Hater um, comes out in the UK is going to be again. Gone. You're gonna have you're gonna have a massive pop for Jamie Hater. You have a massive pop for the reveal of Mercedes Monet because she's coming out last, obviously. Yeah, obviously. Um, and like like whoever whoever wins in this match comes out strong. It doesn't matter if you lose. It's basically just a it's just a way to just showcase some awesome women's wrestling on an American wrestling product. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm down for that. Big uh, fan and, of that. Yeah, and then we're gonna get into our into our I guess our co main event, the final match of the night. <laughs> yeah. Um I was thinking of ways to do this and I have made a ruling for myself, which is that uh because it is neither confirmed nor necessarily denied that CM Punk has any involvement, I have not booked him. That's fair. Neither have I. Spoiler <laughs> alert. Um, because I don't know if he actually exists in what I'm going to term canon right now. <laughs> he is simply there and might be on collision, but that doesn't matter to me. Theoretically, if he is there, then I think you know, everyone probably just goes, oh, just book Punk Omega. We're not doing that. <laughs> so here's what we're, here's what we're going to do. Uh, we are going to have a main of uh, like a co-main event, which is going to be filled the best of the best. Uh, we are going to have MJF versus Brian Danielson versus Kenny Omega in a freeway dance. For clarification, oh. a triple oh. threat match with elimination rules. Okay, that's that's a bold choice. I'm I'm here for it. Uh, it is a bold choice, but I think there's a lot of really cool interplay uh, that can come up here. Uh, yeah. The match between uh, Danielson and MJF in the past, Danielson Omega, uh, MJF, MJF and Omega. <clears throat> yeah, um, and then MJF and Omega in terms of like I'm the best, I'm the best at what I do. You know, all of, all of that stuff I think could condense really nicely. It's a great way of obviously <laughs> getting those three guys together. Yeah. Um. And just having an absolute madness of a match. Yeah, I'm here for it. <laughs> I'm sure there's probably ones that are probably better in storyline to book. <laughs> yeah, I, I I was when you when you were saying like about CM Punk, I was thinking okay maybe he's doing maybe he's doing a like a multi man as in like a multi man tag match. Yeah, but I mean, there, there was me off there, guard with the three the, the three way dance. There, 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 there was an idea in concept for that, which was gonna be like. Uh, BCC versus um, like I was gonna like do MJF and some people. <laughs> I don't know who well, I didn't. I mean, to be fair, I like, was like in my head when you were saying about it. I was thinking, okay, I was I was I was thinking of who you haven't used yet. I was like, you could do that. Um, which yeah. was the, which was the elite BCC and uh, the elite versus BCC versus the newly reformed Pinnacle. Yeah, so like something, some there was something like that. I also had one at, at one at one point, which was going to um, have Cesaro or Claudio in it, <clears throat> um, but I couldn't find a way to like make make that properly work in context. It That's would have cool. had to have been. It would have had to have been like the most Gonzo six man match. Like <laughs> it would uh. it wouldn't have worked. So I was like, well, how can I get all three in here and introduce some jeopardy to it? And this is the what I have come up with. Spoiler alert. Uh, if anyone doesn't know me, I love the freeway dance match concept. <laughs> I 
I think it needs to come back. And I know that Tony's a massive ECW mark. So I'm surprised so. they haven't done anything like that yet. Like um Kenny Orange, Cassidy, and Pac seemed like the perfect opportunity to do Yeah, that. like it would have been really cool. And I would have like I like I love the idea of interplay between these three about like introducing strategy and tactics and trying to get one person out first. Yeah. Even even one time when I conceptually thought about this, I thought how ballsy is it to book a three person elimination match and then have it purely go to a time limit draw? That would no one gets eliminated. <laughs> that that would probably end up unless unless you did the whole um we're going into sudden death. That would like yeah, definitely like, cause a riot. <laughs> like you have you like it's like you get thirty you get thirty minutes. No one gets eliminated. It's like ten minute overtime, and something like that. But I I I would go for this concept. I know this is not a concept for everyone. <laughs> I I do enjoy like though like fatal four way or four way dances, three way dances. Yeah, I I think. Elimination matches are stuff that because because of obviously like Survivor Series and stuff like that. Yeah. It's very kind of not oversaturated, <laughs> but it's very kind of pigeonholed into its own. Yeah, thing. they've been they've been pinned into like a certain environment. <clears throat> People don't really have the kind of like hankering to see more of that, unless you're Aaron who is obsessed with Survivor Series matches. Yeah. Um they don't really have to have the hankering to see more of that like a year round. And I think mm-hmm. when done right, there's such a good idea because, as you say, there's like the interplay with people. There's the story within a story where like you can have the two heels like double team and a baby face, and then yeah, one, one of the other heels <clears throat> that thinks, all right, I've got this in the bag and turns on the other, and then eliminates them and stuff like that. So it's there's so many moving parts. When it's done right, it's done really well. But it, as you say, you don't really see it often that much anymore. Yeah. But yeah, that that is that is my booking for for was, all in. That was a very very good card. I'm, I'm a big <laughs> fan of that. A lot a lot of bigger missions. Like I was surprised by. I was say, as I say, like the Young Bucks, FTR, a Hangman. Yeah. Um, they, again, they were all people that I was like, I could get them on here, but then I'd be booking like four eight man matches for the, the card. Yeah, yeah. But also also as well, like the other thing you, you kind of have to remember is that all out. Is like literally the week after. Yeah, that's the thing. <laughs> um, so I feel, I feel like one way to book the card would be to kind of split it and go, okay, well we couldn't get everything onto this, so we're doing all out the week later to to compensate for that. Yeah, pretty or, pretty or... much my thing was who would I like to see, <laughs> and yeah. who is go who is going to go big in the UK. <laughs> well, yeah, I think I think that's a, I think that's a crap like a crowd pleasing card for sure though. Yeah, like. There's a lot of stuff on there that I'd be like, yeah, that'd go down amazing. So, yeah, well done, Dan. That was very good. Thank you very much. Um, before we do wrap this up, where can yep. people find you and your podcast? Uh, yeah, you can find us on Twitter at Sweet Chinwag. You can find us on Instagram at Sweet Chinwag Podcast. Uh, we are also on most good uh, podcast platforms. Um Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, and probably many other places. We do also have a YouTube channel where we occasionally upload stuff. Um, and you can also find some additional stuff over at uh, our lovely Sam's Twitter as well, uh, at Sam the VA Mod for um, 
uh, special editing stuff. Uh, and we also have our Patreon at Sweet Chimwag as well, uh, where you can find some exclusive stuff as well and give us a bit of money. Brilliant. Well, thanks for your time today, Dan. Um, it's been an absolute pleasure. Yeah, just, just to pull the curtain back, it's been a bit of a weird one trying to organise this today, hasn't it? it? It has been, but like, you know, you get used to it. You make things yeah. work. <laughs> technology was not on our side today it was not <laughs> it never is for me it never is but yeah thanks for joining us guys and um, follow us like us share subscribe all that lovely stuff and we'll see you on the next one bye, bye.